listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beltway Beef. This is Ashley Willits, and today I'm joined by Marty Smith. Marty is a pretty familiar voice and face to those in NCBA, but Marty Smith is a past president and cow-calf producer from Wachahootie, Florida. Did I get it right, Marty? Wachahootie, yes. Wachahootie, um, okay. It's a Seminole Indian word. It means cow pens. Wonderful. Well, Marty, can you just walk us through your background in the industry and in your involvement in NCBA? I have uh, been involved in the cattle industry uh, personally since college. I uh, grew up on a ranch there and uh, started my own operation after college and um, then finally ended up back on the family deal a few years ago. Um, Our family's been there since uh, 1850 and Significance of Florida on the peninsula there, uh, 1521, Ponce de Leon landed there, and that was the first cattle to the New World. And so the peninsula where we are was pop- has been populated with cattle for 500 years now. Great. So definitely a, a rich family history that you have and, and a rich history to the land. And I know that sustainability and, you know, keeping farming and ranching, um, you know, in, in good graces with consumers and making sure that farmers and ranchers are being stewards of the environment is something that's very near and and dear to your heart. And NCBA actually just released their sustainability goals and you were on the task force for that, chairing it up. So can you just walk us through that task force and walk us through why sustainability is so important to you personally and then to the industry as a whole? I think it's so important to me personally. A lot of that has to do with where I am. I. I share that peninsula with 20 million people, 21 million people. When you try to stay in agriculture in an environment like that, the political environment, the the local environment, the pressure we get from developers, every day somebody wants to turn our ranch into uh, another town. And uh, when you share the land, you share the water, you share the air with that many people, sustainability, uh, the environmental factor of it becomes a big thing. We try to preserve and keep what's naturally there. So, uh, you know, from my standpoint as an individual, it's just a huge deal. With NCBA, our vision is to be the trusted leader and definitive voice of the United States cattle industry. And if we're gonna be that trusted leader, that was one of the first things that we looked at. What do we do about sustainability? If we're gonna be that definitive voice, we've got to define it, we've got to work on it. The frustration really came from all of the misinformation in the press, the utilization of a United Nations report that was not only, you know, misconceived and ill done, but done with bad science. And yet that's what keeps popping back up in the news media. And we've got to take that on head on and not not back away from the challenge. Right. So walk us through what the goals are and how you all came up with these goals. Because it wasn't just you, it was a whole group of producers, right? 17, and it was entirely done by a group of producers. 17 individuals were nominated by their respective state organizations and made up the committee. Every one of them is a cattle producer. We're all from different parts of the, I think 15 states that we claim is home. Everything from cow-calf to purebred to stocker backgrounder to feed yard, but it's everybody that everybody on that committee owns cattle and tries to make a living out of it. So that's where it starts and that's where the work was done. 
Great, and so those goals that were identified, let's just start walking through those. So uh, first one, really focusing on the environmental side of sustainability. So demonstrating by 2040 climate neutrality. So can you walk us through how you all came up with that goal and, and what that'll look like as an industry moving forward? At our very first meeting, and um, you know, one of my things in terms of being a, a part of the NCBA leadership something that Jennifer Houston had really started and she and I worked on together, and that was that decisions and policies were gonna be set by cattle producers, people with actual boots on the ground and actually in the business, and that when we had a meeting, we wanted the, the individuals, the committee members to do the talking. So we started with that and uh, opened it up and said, okay, what does everybody, and had everybody talk? One of our members threw out the term, well, if we're gonna do this, we've got to be bold and audacious. Um, that was not my term, but it became a theme. By God, if we're gonna do this, we're going to do this. We did a lot of research and we actually uh, retained some uh, climate experts uh, with, that are familiar with our industry to, to, to help us with some of the data. But we start with that by saying demonstrate, and that's, probably the most significant term in that goal is, it's our job to get the word out, to change the metrics, to change the method, message. And when we say demonstrate, that means NCBA, that means cattle producers. We've got to show what we're already doing and then continuously improve that and do more. Great, and so, you know, I like that you touched on that sound science in that research. This is something that we are pulling in experts in the industry that are doing research on, you know, not just something that we're arbitrarily throwing out numbers for. And, here, and here's the thing with that. Um, we actually, our, the, Dr. Jason Sawyer with the King Ranch Institute did a lot of work for us and with us, and, you know, his calculations are if we take certain steps, we can be there by 2038. You know, you see all these advertisements for corporations all over the world that, oh, we're gonna be climate positive or climate neutral by such and such a year. This is real for us. We can do this and we can actually do it sooner, but here's, as a bunch of farmers and ranchers uh, sitting there on that committee and somebody brought up, well, what happens in a drought year? And obviously, one of, okay, we better give ourselves two extra years here in case we have to deal with drought. That's just our nature is, uh, again, people that are out there doing the work and dealing with, with um, what nature throws at us. Exactly. So moving on to, you know, the, the second part, if we're looking at sustainability as a, a three-legged stool, we have the environmental side, but we also have a social side. And, and two of those goals really hit more on the social side. So first, really building trust with consumers. Um, and helping consumers understand that producers are stewards of the environment. And then that second goal is continuously improving our industry's workforce safety and well-being. So walk us through those two. Consumer trust has been such a big part of the messaging out of the checkoff, and this kind of dovetails with that. And, but that's what a lot of our research shows, what their research shows is trust is just one of the key components to being able to sell beef in the marketplace. And it, again, we've got to take that as our job to establish that trust, particularly with things like our BQA program. You know, we're now seeing our checkoff dollars spent to educate the public about that. We've had tremendous acceptance by ranchers all over the country. But 
we got to let the world know the good things that we're doing. With the employment side, you know, this is one of the things that is talked about in other sustainability deals. To be honest, I don't think we thought about it when we first started this process, but then as you go deeper into it, you find that, well, that's one of the elements of it. Certainly COVID and employment problems around the country has made that an even bigger thing. And so we put that in as one of our goals to, um, that, that we need to not only do, but we need to relate to the public. That's what we're doing. And we know how much we care about it, the, the workers that we're able to get. It's hard to get somebody that really wants to ranch and farm, but when we do, we, we, we take care of them. And we want the world to know that. Absolutely. I think any farmer or rancher will tell you that those folks that work on the farmer ranch are like family. And so that, you know, that's something across the industry. It very much is and very much just what we do. And by the way, we're going to talk about economics in a, in a minute, but every rancher and farmer out there knows that taking care of your employees is a absolute necessity from an economic standpoint. You ain't going to go find somebody else to come in and fill their spot if you have somebody that knows what they're doing. And so th this is just part of, again, it's just a good management practice. Well, I think you dovetailed into it perfectly there, Marty. So moving into that third leg of the three-legged stool, we've got the environmental side, we've got the social side, then we've got the economic side. And our CEO, Colin Woodall, says it all the time, you know, unless farmers and ranchers can stay in business and continue to produce high-quality beef and be stewards of the land, you know, if they can't stay in business, then they can't do that. And so that fourth goal is really making sure that we have opportunities to increase producer profitability. A absolutely. You know, that's one thing about ranchers uh, across the country. You know, if we do happen to, you know, when we do make a profit, what do we do with it? We put it right back into the land and into the cattle. And, um, you know, for us to do the things that society looks to us to do, particularly with the environment, social aspects of it, we've got to be profitable. When we look at NCBA and its predecessor, you know, the predecessor organizations founded back in the 1890s, and why did they come to, why did they come together? They came together because they were fighting some of the same issues we fight today, but it was to make a better, more economically sustainable, they didn't use that word then, but it's still the same thing. That, that's what NCBA is all about. That's what the beef checkoff is all about. Let's make ranchers more profitable. So Marty, earlier when we were announcing these goals, I heard you say uh, sustainability is about resiliency. And so you, you touched on that word quite a bit. Can you just talk about that a little bit more? Well, I will say this, I, you know, as somebody from Florida where we do get a lot of rain and we're looking at another hurricane blowing in on us this weekend, uh, but for, for my friends and uh, colleagues out there in the drought areas, if you, if you can't be resilient, you're not gonna last very long. And that's, again, part of this whole economic um, aspects of it is that we do have to be resilient. Part of the resiliency is dealing with the public, though, that wants to, and, you know, I'm not going to say attack, but certainly with our politicians, with our policymakers, whether it be in Congress or in administrative agencies that view us as part of the problem. We've got to change. If we're going to be resilient, we've got to respond back to that. I've used the term, we got to go, NCBA is going on the offense. We're not playing defense anymore. Yeah, and I, I think the thing to point out is that 
our sustainability story doesn't start with these goals being announced today. Cattle producers are the original stewards of the land and we've been doing this for years. So the significance of this announcement today is that it's a public statement that we are going to be a leader in the industry. We are going full force head on to this issue so that we can tell that positive story of cattle producers. If we're gonna be that trusted leader and that definitive voice, this is the course of action to help every one of us in cattle production, wherever you are in the United States and whatever aspect you do. This is where we're going. This is what we need. This has been another episode of Beltway Beef. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.